0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: We'll try not to, like, too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls, and we, we are. to disagree. Are <laughs> okay, okay. You know, moving, on, moving on, moving on. Well, we'll make it by. <laughs> <laughs> a little. It's like a like, wrapped-out right, t bird from Greece. Yeah, I You know, she's got that black hair. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chick Chat. It is our Thanksgiving edition. Hey, Hey, happy Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving, even though we have a lot of listeners outside the United States. But you know what? We are thankful for you. Then happy Thursday. Happy Thursday in November to you. Doesn't quite matter, I guess, but um, we are going to take the chance to tell everyone what we are thankful for in, in the Chick Chat world. Okay. You know, it's not just I mean everybody's thankful for their friends family. and their family Kids. and a roof over yeah. their head. That mm-hmm. type of stuff. We get that. No no slack to that. However, today we're going to talk about the chick chat version of what you're thankful for. Okay. So As you know, you were listening to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. Uh, Hopefully you have found us on iTunes and have subscribed and liked us and followed. um, Or maybe you just stumbled upon us on the internet. We are also on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. You can find us everywhere under TheMesh.TV. I am Mary Margaret, and I'm here with Jeanette. Good morning. Hello. It is uh, Monday morning, yeah. the 20th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So it is. This is kind of outside of our normal way of doing it things. It is. We kind of do later not, in the week. We've never really done afternoon. a morning show, no. but look at us both with our coffee sitting are. here. Yeah. This should be interesting. I know. We might knows, we might start a new thing. Who knows what happens on <laughs> Monday mornings? So um, it is Monday morning, the 20th, which is the... Um, this. This year, an early Thanksgiving, right? Because um, sometimes Thanksgiving falls like in that last week of November, True. yeah. Um, just depending on where the calendar falls. But this year, it is this Thursday. Yes. And uh, as we were talking a little beforehand, neither one of us are exactly prepared. Mm-hmm. We Not were, at all. We were discussing where you could pick up pre-made Thanksgiving <laughs> dinners, Um but nonetheless, it doesn't matter. We are both looking forward to a little time to rest and enjoy our family and maybe listen to some podcasts. Who knows? Definitely listen to at least chick chat. Absolutely. I always try I mean, is it weird that we re-listen to ourselves or No. I don't think so. Maybe a little weird, <laughs> listen but I don't to know how care. Good to me sound. Listen. I know. Then I go back and I make notes like, gosh, Mary Margaret, why'd you say that? That was right. dumb. Your voice sounds weird. Try to deepen yes. it. Try to try to pick up your try voice to- tone a little bit. No. I'm I'm okay. It's all right. I've got a little sheet here of notes of things that I'm thankful for. And I oh. thought we could, we could just kind of go through, um, and some are, some are a little harder to talk about than others. And some are super fun to talk about. Are we them. getting but deep again? We got deep we, the last time. But you know what? A lot has happened since last time. Okay. So at yeah. the beginning of the show, last episode, I'm so glad you remembered <laughs> that we did this. The last show... Um, we brought up the Harvey Weinstein stuff. It was a big deal. It still is a big deal. It is. Um, you know, we won't even go into like all the people that called him out on this, but I mean, he's essentially just ruined now. Good riddance. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But since then, some other stuff has come out and they have been some, I mean, people are not scared right now. People are like, this is the time I'm going to tell you everything that happened. And I'm going to be honest. There's that part of me that every once in a while is like, okay, is everybody telling the truth or is everybody using this time to maybe get their 15 minutes of fame because they know that it's accepted right now? You know what I'm saying? Right. Shame on them if they're not telling the truth, obviously, but there have been some recent incidents that have come out and people have said, yeah, it's true. I mean, like Louis CK actually said, Yep, I did that. My bad. (laughs) I mean, basically said that. Um, But one that I was going to say that I was thankful for somebody today, I am thankful for Anthony Rapp. Okay? Familiar with Anthony Rapp? Is
2: that the um, Kevin Spacey?
1: He is. The guy from Rent. Correct. Okay. I'm thankful for Anthony Rapp just in a lot of ways. One, because he was in Rent. And was amazing. Yes. Love him. He is the original. I mean, like, he's got to be, he's, he's the guy, you know, he's the first one on Broadway, but he's also in the movie. Love him. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's the mark that I associate every time I hear one of those songs. Yeah. Um, love him, but he was also in School Ties. Um. Whenever I don't know oh, if you saw that movie, I did, yet. but I didn't realize like he was Brendan in that. Fraser and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in a School Ties, which okay. I loved as well. Um. And of course, he's been in Adventures in Babysitting. Um. He was the the bratty friend. Uh, stray, really. Stray dog, as my kids call it. That's but, him. Yes. Okay. So I love Anthony Rapp. Okay. For him to come out and say this about Kevin Spacey when. He, saying um Anthony Rapp was 14 years old when this incident happened where Kevin Spacey tried to take advances on him and you know at a party when they were obviously this was ages ago you know when he was younger but since then the 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 floodgate has been open about Kevin Spacey if you will mm-hmm. so um what's your thoughts on This, in the sense that Harvey Weinstein is somebody that everybody knew, but he was behind the scenes. You know I mean? He was the producer, director, everything like this, but Kevin Spacey's on camera. Kevin Spacey's in our face. I'm just going to put this out there. I love Kevin Spacey. I have loved him for a long time of all his stuff, but now I feel a little icky watching him. Yeah. You know, what's your thoughts on, um, house of cards since that is out there in front of everybody right now. You know, we've heard some talk that it is going to be done. It's it is done. Um, which they were wrapping anyway, mm-hmm. but they were basically talking about not even letting them finish that. Um, what's your thoughts on how all that plays out with somebody who is in the public eye right away? <sighs>
2: yeah, it's I mean, that's a tough one. I mean I agree. I understand why they're pulling it. I have no issues with them pulling it. Right. Um but I I don't know. I think it's kind of also, it's a punishment of him. But then it's also like, you know, it's almost like, is there another way around it? Agreed. Can can they do something with the production? I mean, I know I'm not saying it's cheap to do. I understand it costs probably millions mm-hmm. to do something post-production just to remove him from scenes or even to reshoot. I get that. At the same time, I mean, House of Cards is more than Kevin Spacey. Correct. Um, ton- hundreds of people work on that show, hundreds of people works on that show. If not, you know, I don't know the set locations, even the, yes. the local people who benefit from it, that, that maybe not work directly, but you know, they hotels and, yep. and coffee shops and things like that. cater people who cater. Um, so I feel, I feel bad for everyone gets punished for the actions of one,
0: yep.
2: um, including fans who, in in Netflix, who who stands to lose a lot of money. And and kudos for them for saying, this is bigger than the money that we would have made for this. But at the same time... It's a
1: double-edged sword. It is.
2: It's kind of one of those, I I agree with not... I mean, not to... And I mean, you can kind of compare it, I guess, but it's kind of like the Cosby show, where You know, Bill Cosby was accused and all of a sudden, well, we're not going to show the Cosby show anymore. Okay, but he doesn't just lose checks from that. There's...
1: A lot of people, a uh, huge cast. He had lots of kids on that show. He did
2: yeah. who lose money from that, Yeah. who depend on those checks to feed their family because they're not Bill Cosby. Yeah. They do not have Bill Cosby money. They're not Felicia Rashad and have Felicia Rashad money. You know what I mean? Well, was-
1: the, they actually are redoing a movie that Kevin Spacey was supposed to be yeah. in. And, you know, that was the biggest hit on the uh, like Google searches recently or something I read last week was when they announced that they were redoing this movie and that Kevin Spacey was not going to play this part anymore, um, that they were going to replace him, I believe with Christopher Hummer, if I'm right. But nonetheless, that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, they were in final stages. Like they're getting ready to release the movie. It's not yeah. like it's been an editing, you know, this is the final editing stage, which can take up to a year. This is, it's going to come out mm-hmm. and they're cutting them out. And putting this other guy in and the the director and producers, whomever was in charge of making this decision essentially said, sorry, we don't care. Mm -hmm. We'll spend that money on this because I think they understand that for every dollar they're having to put into changing that, they're actually probably going to recoup it because people will now come and see this movie. They were worried about people not coming to see the movie because Kevin Spacey was in it. I mean ouch you know I mean they're taking a big old hit on this but I guess they had to assume like we don't want to be tied to it we don't want to be the people that have Kevin Spacey in our movies especially right after like they would be the first you know so it's gonna I I just feel like it's gonna be a long time before we see Kevin Spacey's face doing a lot of stuff
2: yeah Um, and and you know it's it's a it's it's a strange time because again none of this is okay I, I don't I I believe all the women and men right. who have come forward, but you know, Roman Polanski still it makes work. There's Woody Allen, Woody Allen married his stepdaughter. I they're, mean, they're
1: in, they're like, in, they're, they're getting awards still. Right. Um, and that stuff's been, I mean, unfortunately, like right. I said, it's super unfortunate because I hate all of this. Right. Um, but this is definitely not the first time I've heard this. You know, I do, I do want to address that. I think that the reason that Kevin Spacey became a hot topic, if you will, um, and this is a personal belief, obviously he, um, when, after Anthony Rapp accused him of this and announced that this is what happened. Kevin Spacey sent back an apology, essentially, um, stating, you know, that if this had happened, he was so sorry. He didn't remember. He didn't know, but oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. PS I'm gay yeah um and he came out of the closet essentially to say at the end of this letter've I've always gone both ways basically and now I'm choosing to live my life as a gay man and blah 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 way stupid move in mm-hmm. my opinion I cannot I, I I lost a whole lot of respect for him and you know anybody that would do it this way I cannot believe. He chose that time to say something about this is what I'm gay has absolutely nothing to do with the price of rice in China, what you are talking about right Right. now. Not it doesn't.
2: Yeah. It wasn't okay because, because you were gay 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 men don't just go around doing
1: this. You know, and Oh, PS Kevin Spacey, we all knew already. Okay. So thanks for the insight, but we already knew. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've, I've assumed this for years. Um, and don't care. First of all, but second of all, like you said, this has nothing to do with a gay man. I actually saw a tweet that after all of this came out, you know, and people were just fired up about his response. Um, a guy said something about, uh, on his tweet, and it's not verbatim, but he said something like, I've, as a gay man, I've always um, accepted Kevin Spacey. He's like, and now as a gay man, you know, you're not welcome. Right. And it was one of these things like, you know, the, the gay community knew you were there. Like they, they accepted you already and they were fine with it, but don't go pinning this on on being that. Gay. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear.
2: Yeah. This did not happen because you are gay. This happened yeah. because. Because you, you're slimy. You, you had, felt you had some power and you exerted that power in the wrong, inappropriate way. Absolutely.
1: Doesn't matter. Boy, girl, anything does not matter. Yeah. It was wrong. Okay. So, you know, we're not going to talk about that much more, but I'm thankful for Anthony Rapp for sticking, stepping up and yeah. saying something. And, you know, especially, you know, granted it is, it's not wrong either way. Um, you know, in my beliefs, I'm totally accepting everything, but in the simple fact that he was one of the first male um, accusers, if you will, going into another male, you know, and Kevin Spacey is a big, big name. you you tacked out great good for you but to all the people out there speaking their mind and actually getting this off their chest you know i hope that this is um some relief for them and that they are getting a little retribution i guess for for some stuff they've kind of dealt with i mean i
2: know we touched on it last time but i still don't understand the the way that Corey Feldman is being treated. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've seen, I, I saw an interview with him on NBC yes. and I feel like, yes, he's eccentric. Absolutely. He, he's probably, he's definitely not an A-lister anymore. Maybe, maybe probably not even B, maybe right. C or D. And that's right. fine. He's,
1: maybe he's a child actor, but people
2: know who he is. Absolutely. I mean, people, Goonies or the Lost Boys is always on some rotation yeah. on TV, on some cable channel. Yes. But I, I, I do feel like, because of who he is, and yes, maybe the people he's naming were big players in the 80s, doesn't make it any less wrong. Right. I mean, I and for like the, and said, the way he's interviewed is so hostile to me. And yes, he came out years ago. And yes, Anthony Rapp, absolutely, right. naming big names, but it shouldn't have to come to that. Agreed. Um, abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter if it's being done by a manager that nobody knows yeah. or a big time producer or a major league or yeah. an a- a- A-list actor. It happened to him. I believe it happened to him.
1: Um, and if we think just, about it, the, you know, Corey has been claiming this for a really long for a really time. really long <laughs> And I <laughs> guess I just don't- understand all un- of this stuff, you know? Yeah. I just so don't I understand
2: thinking- the hostility towards- you well, questioning him, but then everybody else comes on with their accusing stories, and they're like, and they're like "Oh, you? Yes. you know, it's like kid gloves and this stuff." And they should be. I'm not saying they right. shouldn't be, but why, why such him? hostility? Hostil- hostility between you know, I him? don't
1: know if it's the simple fact that he has been saying this for so long, yet yeah. has never named anybody. You well, know, he's naming and him a Dr. Oz now, and now he is now, of course, but he. For a long time, he didn't, right. you know, and he, it was almost like he was crying wolf, you know, Uh, uh-uh, I've got all these people, all this stuff happened to us. And here's, here's what this happened. This is why I'm this way. Here's what this is. And he never said anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, and now that all these other things are coming out and people are coming out now, he's like, Oh, y'all remember, I've been talking about this right. for a long time. Now everybody wants to pay now, attention to it. Exactly. Yeah. Now you want to, and I think people maybe, you know, are, like you said, he is eccentric. He's a little out there sometimes, but it doesn't change the fact that he was a major player in, in the the Hollywood scene for a long time. Um, and some of the names he's naming, it's, it's obvious. Like you have to IMDB, him or WikiLeaks right. search them, right, wiki, yeah. not WikiLeaks, but <laughs> Wiki right. Wikipedia yes. search them to be like, but I mean, they were appropriate yeah. to him. Right. At and it, that and time again, the, the role that they played in his it life. It doesn't
2: make it any no. less. Absolutely. All, I mean, it's all wrong. It's it doesn't all matter. Wrong and, and, but just, I, I just really hate watching the way, and you know, he had, it, everyone's like, well, it's Dr. Oz, but I mean, maybe that's the only one who would be like, you know what? I saw how you Absolutely. were treated on The View, how mm-hmm. you were treated on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. Come here. We yeah. will, I will give you the form you need and I will not be, I mean, how dare you? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, it, whether you believe him or not. It's his truth. Absolutely. And if he's lying, then that'll be exposed. But you know, I, I kind of get the sense that he's probably not. I was about to say, considering he's been saying it
1: for how long now, right. You know, I mean, why should we not believe it (laughs) of anybody? I kind of feel like he's the one you believe the most because he's been saying this stuff for a long time, you know? And, you know, it was like a lot of these people, um, Courtney love and who's the guy that does the voice on uh family guy. Oh, Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane, they made cracks about Harvey Weinstein, like years ago at award shows and stuff like that. And people were playing it back. And Seth's like, you know, there was only so much I could say without actually being like, you guys aren't listening. Harvey Weinstein slime. Yeah. You know, but he was making these comments back there trying to be discreet about it. And then with that letter that I read, um, last yeah. time I remember, and the guy said that it was a, uh, like a, silent knowledge or something like that. You know, everybody knew Mm -hmm. it's so disheartening. Like now you think about it and it's, I mean, I saw the other day, a letter that came from a staffer on one tree Hill, the show that was filmed here in North Carolina. Right. She was like a crew member and she had this horrible experience with one of the directors, producers, you know, they switch them out because right. of a TV show on it. And um, they have multiple ones, whichever one it was. And I'm i am sorry, I can't remember. But she had a letter signed and written by the major co-stars in the show, the, the people that played the main characters. Yeah. And they wrote and they were like, yeah, like we, you know, we're sorry that we're uh, uh, just now saying something. But yeah, it was this was going on and it's horrible. And we fully support this girl that is coming out now. So it's not even just the actors and right. actresses. It is the crew members, you know, but again, just like we talked about, you know, there are people that are trying to get their foot in the door. And sometimes it's not always in front of the camera that you're trying to get your foot in the door. It's a hard business. Yeah. So when they get a job as an assistant, assistant assistant, they take it. Right. And they get treated, unfortunately, however, however, they wanted to by these people so that they could keep their job. Yeah. And it's unfortunately,
2: Hollywood is a small community. If you yeah. tick off one person, you, the likelihood that you'll never work in the That's industry, right. or if you're known as someone who talks, yeah, someone who's not, not Tattletail submissive and you something. just, yeah, exactly you know, they're, they're hard. They're the hard to work with people. Those are the ones that you see slowly fade out. If not quickly fade out yeah. because they're troublemakers, if they ever
1: make it at all. Right.
2: Yeah. Like they're, they're the troublemakers are the ones that are going to say something if yeah. something has happened. So just keep a close eye on them or just don't work with them. That's right. And that's how people get pushed out. I mean,
1: it's a shame. It really is all this stuff that's going on. But I mean, it really is. It seems like something every day that comes out. Somebody new, some new names getting dropped, whatever, but you know, this, it is what it is. They made their bed. Now they got to lie in it. And you know, some people are speaking up and you know, and I've, I do hope that, that something good comes out of this. Some positive comes in the background of people just knowing that this is just not acceptable now. So hopefully that's what we'll deal (laughs) with on another episode is that, oh my gosh, like things are really changing. That would be amazing. Yes. I got a lighter subject now. Okay, good. But it is a little twisted the way I'm going to say it. Okay. I am thankful for People Magazine. Okay. Okay. As we should be, right? Like I mean who doesn't love people? Who how can you not? There's a crossword in the back. <laughs> it's one that I can do. There's recipes and there books. are I mean, you can Yes.
2: There they, they they are some best.
1: Great. You know, there's a book and album I recommendations, love it, right? Yes. T V you know, recaps telling you what show you should watch. I love People magazine. I am always thankful every year that they do the sexiest man alive. <laughs> Well, who wouldn't be right? That's like our Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, right? It is. It's the female version of Sports Illustrated. Eh. But this year, (laughs) I'm I'm a little I'm a little little no no uh, don't say it. Okay, we'll just put it out there. This year's sexiest man alive was voted on and announced this past week as Blake Shelton.
2: Okay, I'm good with it. I'm fine. You're good with that. I'm fine. Blake's a cutie. Look, is he the I, sexiest? I like Blake, mullet Blake. Okay, I mean, oh, red Blake. You like? That oh yeah, one? yeah. The, this straight out of Oklahoma boy. Yeah. Now, because, see. okay. Let me let me just preface by saying it's his personality. I think that draws me in.
1: He's cute. I he's not. He's not like, person, he's not like no, I mean, Brad Pitt gorgeous, right? But, but he is, is this the cutest man alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> But I don't think that's the topic of their issue. But what makes sexy? Sexy to
2: one is, is so different. Like, well, I would why? love hanging out with him. I, I think humor Agreed. And, is, and making me laugh that sexy. Like, if you're cute and you're, you can make me laugh and I, and you're I, sweet and, and Gwen says he's sweet, he well, writes songs about her. I mean, Gwen on, says that it. That's sexy. Okay. If you're writing a song about me, I'm all in. <laughs> You
1: name the babies, I name the dog. I mean, come on. Now, you know, I probably could not name one Blake Shelton come song on Mary Margaret. I'm pretty sure I can't. I'm from Ohio. You're from North Carolina. You shouldn't be able
2: to name at least one.
1: There's not many country songs I can name, I love that, unless they happened prior to 1985. Probably. Okay, I can do some old. Country wow, You've, you're like okay, old school. Country. I'm prime country. On XM radio, I gotcha. listen to Prime Country. Not the highway. No, no, no. <laughs> it's even pushing to go to Garth Channel. Do you Channel. go to the Garth Channel? No? Sometimes. Sometimes, Only yeah. because, but then he throws in, like, he's playing Lady Gaga and stuff on there, and I'm like, wait a <laughs> well, minute, Garth. Just his, what he likes. Yeah, I'm like, hold up, Garth. But I do like Prime Country. Okay. okay? Um, and you know, Blake Shelton just doesn't fit in that just yet for me. And so I can't really name a song that he sings. Um I have seen him on the voice. He is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's charming Yeah, in a sense that he's kind of funny, goofy, but I don't know that he's the sexiest man alive. And I saw this fantastic response to it as well. Um, some people that upset posted. about it. No, I don't think people are upset. I okay. think people find it almost humorous that he was selected as this. So, I mean, it's not like anybody's bashing him. Okay. Nobody's like, you know, no people, I'm so ticked off. Like nobody's like that. <laughs> okay. Everybody's kind of just making a joke about it though, because I did see an amazing post on Facebook, which was a, a gallery of photos of inanimate, of inanimate objects that are sexier than Blake Shelton. <laughs> and it's like, why don't we just ask Gwen Stefani how it's like a sexy he is? You know, and different things. Yeah,
2: That's a little harsh. I mean, I haven't I always mean, agreed on the sexiest man alive. But I mean, it's, it's so typical to put Brad Pitt on there or, or George Clooney or Ben Affleck or Matthew McConaughey. I mean, how many times have they been the sexiest man alive? I mean, yeah, we get it. They're sexy. They're hot. That's not changing. I mean, I would vote for Matthew McConaughey every year, but I don't get a vote. <laughs> I would poop. Why don't we get a vote? But, but they don't ask me. I think that's a whole new topic. Why don't right. we get a vote? You know what I'm saying? Like, Benjamin Bratt, every other year I just switch the two out. Like Fair. I mean, fair. Chris Pine was named Sexiest Man Alive. No one, like, wasn't he named Sexiest Man Alive, like, last he year? He should be. I think he I mean, was. He's at least amazing. a year or two yeah. ago. Chris no one fantastic. I mean, he's cute. He wasn't. I mean, Chris he's Pine from P- Parks and Rec. Not sexy, but. Well. Chris Pine from Guardians of the Galaxy and all those other movies. Sure. I get it. Yeah.
1: I just, I don't know. Sexy
2: is just so subjective. I'm good with it. Change it up up a little bit.
1: I mean. And when's the
2: last time someone from the country music scene was put on there?
1: Well, let's see. Um, you know, The Rock was there a couple of years the ago. The Rock that's, could be there.
2: Denzel could be there. I mean, but look, look honestly, that's that's expected. We, we JFK
1: ex- Jr. was on there before. Okay, and um, um, see, I think before, Adam Levine. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, but see, I think before it was mostly it's mostly surface sexy. It was like, oh, they're so attractive. Yes, like Patrick they, Swayze. Oh, I mean, yeah, Denzel is attractive. Denzel,
1: David Beckham attractive I mean yeah Blake
2: Shelton is not
1: unattractive he's very
2: cute but if Blake you put, had a himself. lineup of all the sexiest men alive and then put Blake Shelton there really? I mean, see
1: Blake Shelton himself has said you know if y'all want to call me that then cool he says I'm going to ride it for a good year ride it Blake mm-hmm. Gwen Stefani well, says agreed check okay fair, <laughs> enough.
2: fair enough and I mean if she was married to Gavin Rosdale who was pretty darn, pretty, hot. pretty darn sexy
1: Congratulations, Blake Shelton. Sexy I mean, what a hard woman. life she has. I know, right. <laughs> Gavin DeBlake. Sorry, sorry about that, Gwen. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry about your amazing <sighs> life. Walking through the spider webs of your life, right?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna live vicariously through just everybody else.
1: Yeah. I mean that's what we're here for. It <laughs> is. So I'm also thankful for the large amount of movies that get released during the holiday season oh, yes. in major theaters. Have you gone to see any movies lately? I saw
2: wonder this past <gasps> Me weekend. Too. My daughter was reading it in class and she Me went too. to see it. So I took yes. her and a friend.
1: Wait. So our girls, they're the same age. Um, um, fourth grade. Okay. Mine's in fifth grade. Okay. Yes. But yes, they're
2: the same age. I Correct.
1: Think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, ours was, they read it as mm-hmm. well. And um, she's been dying to see mm-hmm. it and waiting for it to come out. And she thought it was so cool that she, she knew the ending and how everything worked. And I didn't. So, right. You know, she would try to tease me like, I'm just not going to tell you like what's going on. It was so cool. But we did go see Wonder. It was really good. So you guys enjoyed it.
2: Oh, we loved it. My daughter cried a little bit. And it was funny because not funny. haha, But. Like she would cry in certain parts and I got it. But then I cried in like completely different, different like, like all the mom parts just I was like Absolutely. Mm.
1: Absolutely. Like, the I'm parent like, parts. The parent the parts, parts. Right. The, the parent
2: parts I was like tearing up. The parts she was crying at, I was like, Oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And she's um, like, I didn't touch her heart. I'm like, did the mom parts touch you? <laughs> I, I totally get it. My kids were the same way. Yeah. And the laughing was different at different parts. Too. It was. Do you find that too? Like, yeah. Like I've the had, parent humor versus exactly. the kid humor. I took yeah. my, both my daughters to go see it. And so I've got a 10 year old and a five or excuse me, a seven year old. So the seven year old even laughed at different places than the 10 year old. You know, it was yeah. just funny. The things that they caught, um, in that movie, but it's a super appropriate movie it, it for, is all ages, family movie. and adults. Um, it's fantastic. I saw many, many adults there without children mm-hmm. in the theater, you know I mean? It's just a good story. A uh, good, good, meaningful. I mean, you can almost guess what happens in the story. Right. It's not like it was like some big mystery. And it's a real person. So. Yes. But this is, um, it's gosh, it was just really well done. It was. And you know, I didn't read the book. Me neither.
2: But my daughter was telling me about like, She didn't tell me what they left out. She's like, oh, they left things out. And it it was funny because I think this might actually be the first book she's read that had a movie to accompany it. Whereas I'm always like, oh, yeah, but they left some things out of the movie. Um, But I really want to read the book now. Yeah. Yeah, And it was funny because was, this was my first explanation to her was like, well, you know, the book can go into detail and in describing things. They've really got an hour and a half to two hours to pack everything in yeah. there. So what they do is they take the best parts, the most important parts, and they make it a movie. But as now you know, I was telling her, as you read more books, they become movies. You'll notice that, that yeah. they're not – some do follow it almost sure. exactly, sure. but – but it was like just funny to hear, gray. right. No, just, okay. no, I don't know. I didn't see the second one. I couldn't do it. Bring myself to it. I even stopped the book series, but, um, yeah,
1: it was just funny to, to see her. Yeah. For them to really pick up and, on that and now. pick up. Yeah. It was, it's great. I think it's exciting. Um, for, you know, my kid likes reading and then to see the, I love movies and I mean, I like reading too, but like seeing this movie yeah. on, together, we experienced, it. it was really cool. She was, was so excited to go see it. Um, and I'm so glad it lived up to what she enjoyed oh, you know like absolutely. that would have been really crummy if she would have been like
2: meh
1: <laughs> right. you know but she's been waiting for this to come out like and the movie was well it. done i thought absolutely i love owen wilson i love julia robertson at the two of them you know if you would have told me um outside of this that owen and julia roberts are playing a married couple i would have been like meh, i don't really know that i question the owen wilson thing but okay i thought it was great I was completely fine with he her. played a lot of what i see like I pick, you know, my dad was like that growing up. I married a man that's like this growing up. They almost try to take a little bit of humor with parenting in the realm where sometimes I feel like I'm the disciplinarian, yeah. you know, but I mean, they take that little bit of, yeah, they, they make the funny quirks, but they're still, you know, like there was a part in there, um, where. He was like, look, if you're going to be mad at your mom, know that I had a hand in this too. Right. You know what I mean? He's kind of like, wait, I'm backing up for you. But yet he would whisper to his kids, you know, yeah. like, I'm scared of your mom. I'm scared of like, your mom. Yeah, are
2: you you like, those are the parts I
1: laughed at. And, and my I daughter was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they don't get it. But well, I thought I, it was really well done. What I loved about it,
2: and again, because I didn't read the book, I yeah. was not aware that this was going to happen. Yeah. And it, this is not going to give anything away. But I love how the movie showed you what was happening from everyone's perspective. Because I did, it's like, after we're seeing it, in, I'd be like, well... What's happening? Because I didn't know I didn't read the book. And I had no idea
1: that that happened as well. Um, And that was definitely, I completely agree with you. Because you think from the previews that this is only going to be about the little boy and the struggles that he goes through. Mm -hmm. But this movie did an amazing job of showing the struggles that everybody else goes through with the that center surrounded of- him yeah. yes you know and and how that affects other people and so it's just such a good movie not for cho- not only for children to understand how to work with other children and to accept and to understand and to be kind but for parents to see how it works my kids there's again this is not a spoiler it's just a simple fact of there is a bully in mm-hmm. the show or in the movie and um You know, my kids really picked up on the fact that this bully's parents were bullies too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I said, honey, I said, that's what we've talked about a lot before at school because um, my daughter has a little boy that's always late to school. He's always late. And then when he gets there, it's kind of like he's given this extra attention in a negative way because he's Mm -hmm. late for school. They're always calling him out, you know since you're late again, you've got to sit down and do this, this, and this, or you've mm-hmm. got to catch it. And so it draws this attention. Well, then he acts out, you know? So I've kind of broken it down for my daughter and backed it up. So has been like, doesn't that make sense that, you know, does he drive himself to school? Right? No, he doesn't. Does he have parents that really don't, it seems as they come across, I don't know his parents, but does it come across that they just don't care as much as they should? So what else does he know other than to be bad? You know, he is probably experiencing some stuff at home mm-hmm. that none of us know about or will ever know. Um, but that's the way this bully was. I was like, you know, you see how parents can influence how somebody And this bully had to almost sit there and realize like, wow, my parents are pretty crummy too, Yeah, you know? And it really, I think it really hit home. Hopefully it did because that's, that's the truth. You yeah. know, I mean, bullies come from somewhere a lot of times. It's oh, not. Yeah just
2: themselves. I I, I am a firm believer that yes, you can, everyone can have empathy, but it's, you're taught that, Uh you know, it's, it's what you're seeing in your surroundings as being acceptable and being okay. That's right. I mean, there, I know how we teach my daughter in our house and it's reflected in the type of award she brings home. You know, I'm, I'm just as proud of her getting a trophy for being a great athlete as I am for her, probably even more proud for her winning character trade awards for kindness and respect at Absolutely. school. I, and I, I think I show her more attention for those mm-hmm. things and make a bigger deal out of those things because that's what matters. And that's no what's one's going to care right. further in life. Honestly, no one's going to care 10, 20 years from now. If you won a little league trophy Rec for, league soccer <laughs> for being tournament. the fastest person on the team, you know, right. no one's, no one's going to care, yeah. but everyone will care how you treat them. That's right.
1: Absolutely. So, I highly recommend for anyone yeah. to go yes, see this go see it as a it's family at loan. Definitely. Whatever. And then watch it again. You know I mean? <laughs> it's still, my kids always, when we leave movies, they'll either tell me like we should buy that one or we shouldn't, you know, cause they just think that's their approval system. I you mean, know? <laughs> yeah. when we walked out of the movie and this one was like, we should totally get this. Should one. Totally, you know, we yeah. totally get this. Like that's, it was a great feeling. Um, on the other hand, I have seen bad moms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really want to see it. It's, I have to find a time to go by myself. Yeah, it's definitely not um, anywhere near family-related. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yes. it. You saw the first one? I did. Was it better than the first one? Just as good? Um, Not as good. No? In my opinion. Okay. Not bad, by okay. any means. But it's a totally different level. You know how it is. I mean, it's like some of this... This one seemed a little more extreme, like they're trying real hard. Yeah. Okay, so here's what... Um, for bad moms Two, which is the Christmas one. Um, you know, in the first one, how it was like, it was focused on children and, yeah, the, you know, being, the PTA. yes, yeah. you're a mom yeah. of children. Okay. This one, I wish there would have been a little bit more about being a mom. This one was about being a daughter and your moms. Okay. I, again, I am yeah. a daughter. I get it. Um, but it was a little Super extreme, a little hyper extreme on some of the stuff that I'm kind of like, okay, see, now this would really be a stretch. You know, I mean, it's a real big stretch. Um, For example, um, the guy, and I apologize, I don't know his real name, but he plays Kevin on This Is Us. Yeah. Okay. Good looking. Yeah. I mean, he basically plays a stripper in the movie and, you know, and he kind of, he asks out one of the bad moms, but then Susan Sarandon plays her mom. And like Susan Sarandon is then like rubbing him up and down while dancing on the bar. And then later, like at Christmas dinner, the guy like shows up at her house. It's really all this stuff. And I'm kind of like the whole time he says these things that I'm like, okay, you know what? Nobody would ever say that. Nobody would ever say it. And I can't even say it on the air. Like, even if I put the little E beside our yeah. podcast listing that said explicit, I could not say some of this stuff because at one point I found myself, I went with a group of ladies, um, who all of our children go to school together <laughs> and we all were sitting in the theater and like the girl beside me and I, she's actually my neighbor too. We were almost like squatting down in our seat because <laughs> it was so uncomfortable to watch this one part and the things he says without, without like, Caring, you know, I mean, I know he's an actor or whatever it's yeah. a movie, but it was like, holy cow, how do you say this and not turn beat red and, or like giggle the entire yeah. time. And so it's funny. It is, it's silly. It's funny. It's, um, it definitely sticks with the theme of what they tried to do in the first movie. But I mean, the first movie was just such a, I could picture myself in the first movie. Oh, yeah. As one of those moms. Because I need a PTA mom. Right. Because <laughs> yes. I've seen these yes. things happen and I've seen other moms, you know, and I've seen the Christina Obligate real life mom, right? Oh, yeah. So I've known these things. But in this one, I found it a little hard to relate because I'm kind of like, mm, none of this would ever happen, <laughs> you know, in real life. So. Nonetheless, it was it was still good. I'll you still know? see it. You'll still see it. You'll still laugh. I still like was in tears at one point. I crying. love the actresses in the movie. So. As you should. They are they are really good. I feel like I want
2: them to be my best friends. <laughs> <feel like> yes. <laughs> and they yes. are people that I would choose to hang out with. Absolutely.
1: Yes.
0: We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh. An online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show.
1: Um, I do have two movies that I know my kids and I are both excited about seeing, and since um, there's several more that I want to see because I do enjoy all films, but mm-hmm. I will leave that to foot candle films podcast, which you should <laughs> check out yes. here on the mesh. Um, and they do some great, uh, summaries and recommendations about movies that may not be as mainstream. Um, but some that I'm super excited with my family to watch. Cause I know that's the easiest around the holidays yeah. and all our family can go. Um, Jumanji. Yes. In the new one. Yes. Looks hilarious. Oh Yeah. I, I saw mean, the
2: first one and this one looks, I mean, it's nothing like the first one.
1: Completely different, which I kind of like. Yeah, I do. It's upgraded. I, I mean, they know yeah. that. They're not trying to recreate was something. was fun for
2: when we were younger watching Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It was creepy. It was yeah. like scary. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Like there were parts in it that, I mean, is legitimate, like, oh, crap. Yeah, my I mean? daughter will not watch that yeah. one, but it's completely excited about seeing that one. Absolutely. Also, I'm super excited about seeing The Greatest Showman. Have you seen that preview? No. About the circus? No. Okay. No, you haven't seen it or no, you're not excited. I haven't seen. Okay. No. Hugh Jackman. Uh-huh. Of plays, course. <laughs> done. Sold. All, All right. I'm tickets? going.
2: <laughs> hey, take No, when take you said hit, circus people. and Hugh Jackman, I'm like, I get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it is, um, Hugh Jackman plays P.T. Barnum. Okay. Okay. Back in the day, basically he loses his job has to think of something to support his family and comes up with the idea of starting a show Okay, and it becomes the greatest show on earth, which, you know, Barnum and Bailey circus, so yeah. forth, so on. Um, but it's, it's the early startup, you know, and it's really talking about, it's very, uh, Moulin Rouge. Okay. Look like yeah. they sing in it. <laughs> Again,
2: Hugh Jackman, of course. Done. Fine. <laughs> the only movie he doesn't sing is, is Wolverine. And he might even whistle or hum in he that could. one. Yeah, he could. He probably could and just still watch it.
1: Right. But it is a, um, it's more of a, I don't know if they call it a musical or if it's more of just a, I mean, did they call Moulin Rouge a musical? I don't know. If it was quite a musical. I think there was a word for it, but I'm not. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Though, where like, yeah. they incorporate the song as storytelling, really. Yeah. And it is very, um, it's almost a little. It's Broadway-esque. Exactly. Very Broadway-esque. But um, Michelle Williams mm-hmm. of Dawson's Creek fame yes. um, and Heath Ledger fame, <laughs> yeah. she um, plays his wife. Okay. Okay. And then he's got two kids, um, but Zac Efron is in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. and Zendaya. Okay. Zendaya plays like the um, trapeze artist and then love interest of Zac Efron who appears to be, I don't know really who he is in the film, but he's somebody trying to find his way, you mm-hmm. know, and PT Barnum is like helping him. And, um, that castle on the hill song by Ed Sharon. Yes. Okay. I love that song. Yeah. That's like the theme of the, um, trailer. And it just, it just gets my gut every time. I just love anything Ed Sharon. Absolutely. I, I totally encourage you to go watch the trailer because they, they show things like, uh, PT Barnum speaking to like, A a dwarf, like a little man, you know, and then to a lady who's got a beard and all, and he's trying to basically tell them like, you are entertaining, but you are unique. You are, this is why people enjoy you. Like you're creating this show for entertainment and for fun, but it's To showcase that everybody has a place, you know, like just because you look different or you act different or anything else doesn't matter, like come showcase those talents and let people cheer you on and applaud and stuff. And I'm just like, Yes, okay,
2: yes, you I
1: Just watch the trailer with my daughter and see, yes, yeah. oh, it. absolutely, if not, I
2: may go see it by myself,
1: definitely. And you, and as soon as my kids, like at first, um, Charlotte leaned over my daughter and was like. I don't want to say this. <laughs> you know, because... It might be it, too heavy. It yeah. was a little, it looked a little heavy, but then Zendaya went flying through oh, the Zendaya air. Oh, Zendaya will grab her and, and Zac Efron. And my daughter was yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's Zendaya. And then it was like, that's Zac Efron. He's from High School Musical. <laughs> and you're Dime. like, okay, yeah, get it. And as we... Um, I mean, it's coming out soon, but there's... And it looks like there's dancing and some you know,
2: theatric stuff to it. My daughter enjoyed like, the Wizard like of Oz, stuff. the greatest, or yeah, no, yeah. the, the, the one with, um, James Franco. Yes. So she might like this.
1: I, I could see how that's, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like Moulin Rouge, not the, um, dramatic and the story of that, but that how they talk, sing, they talk, sing, yeah, yeah. that theatrical style of it. My kids like that stuff. Cause yeah. I mean, you throw in some singing and dancing, you're going to be, Oh
2: yeah. And she, and you. My daughter really liked it. Even when the, the humans turned into characters in yes. the great Oz. Yes.
1: So if she liked that, she, I could see yeah. how she might. So you should look at the preview yeah. with her, the like extended trailer version, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. like the theatrical one. Look at that. It looks really good. Um, my kids are sold. I want to go see it. So we're, I am on board. Um, so let's get away from the TV. I mean, from the movie real quick and go into TV stuff because mm-hmm. you had homework last time. Um, did you watch any of Riverdale?
2: Yes. Okay. I watched, I think I watched the whole first season. Oh, you did. Yeah. I think I did. Hey, hey, I haven't, I'm, I'm not quite caught up on the second season. I sure. think I saw the first couple of episodes. Hmm. Did I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so overall I'm, I'm to the point. i I think I'm on like episode two. I don't quite know what's happening with dad yet.
1: Okay. 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 Good. Good. Overall thoughts and feel of the show. I enjoyed it more than I thought. Right? Me too. I don't... I'm still...
2: Okay. So I still don't know if I'm a Betty fan. Mm-hmm. No. Which... Is that the dark-haired one? Veronica's dark-haired. Okay. I'm a Betty fan. I don't know if I'm a Veronica fan. Got it. You are a Betty
1: fan. What about- I don't
2: know if I'm getting the Betty Jughead thing. Bughead, as they call them. Oh. They have a name now. They have yeah. a ship name.
1: Bughead. A ship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bughead okay uh-huh um i i am a bughead fan um just and i think i've seen more than you have i know i've seen more than you have but i'm pretty sure um that that might grow on you maybe. well uh, and
2: i don't i don't know that i'm a veronica and archie fan
1: that i'm not i, I it, but it if forced you know that there is the comic books obviously yeah, that know. these are loosely based off of there is inevitably going to be a love triangle because right, Betty and Veronica are always back and forth with Archie in the comic books. But he was also
2: with the girl he broke up with, like episode three of season one, the singer from Josie and
1: the Pussycats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They were together a lot longer in the comics. But
1: well, you know who else was in the comics that is in the same uh, plane, if you will, of Archie comics it was Archie. Comics, and then there was Josie and the Pussycats, uh-huh. which then cross over into that. You know who else did? Hmm. And I'm waiting to see if it even plays into it or not is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because that was all, you know, I mean, well before Melissa Joan Hart, but right. like, <laughs> oh, no, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> okay. But yes, that okay. crossover is there in that plane. So I don't know if that's going to be something that happens later on or not, but they all did in the comic books crossover.
2: Yeah. Well, I think what sold me on it is I do like the characters, yeah. but I'm loving the mystery of it because it's, I was very pleased that I did not figure out the first one. Absolutely. I didn't see it coming.
1: Of who killed Jason. Yeah. Maybe,
2: maybe until like the last episode Yeah, where you started thinking, maybe could it? No.
1: Right. Surely not. Surely not. But maybe. And then it did. And then it did. And so I was (laughs)
2: like. That's what I was pleased about because I kept going back and forth, like, oh, it's definitely, oh, the main. No, 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 right, and then trying to figure out how it all plays into each other. Yes, that's what I enjoyed about the first one and why,
1: I'm, I'm still watching the second one. Right, because but, so in the first season, it's all about who killed Jason Blossom. Yes, hey, Cheryl's brother. Yes, and I'm not a big fan of hers either. I'm a little, or her mom. I'm a little torn on her. Okay, <laughs> like, so yeah, her mom's a nut job, but first season, all about who killed Jason Blossom. Second season is all about who's the black hood. Okay. So the is black what, hood, the, the, how the season one ended. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And it, the entire second season is all about that. I mean, essentially okay. they don't talk about Jason Blossom ever again. Okay, good. <laughs> We're know? done with Jason. Right. But I, yeah. I, I've heard people criticize that cause they're like, Oh, that's just so extreme. Like forget Jason Blossom. That's done now. we will come up again. Like it when it the baby's will. born, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And so he's okay, got to, I would imagine. Right. But the second one, you know, definitely got.
2: By the way, yes. oh my God. With what? the relationship? What? The whole thing <laughs> like is crazy. This is why I got I was this is why I I was pulled in. I was like, okay, ooh. Yeah. But
1: but what? what? That yeah. is crazy. The whole town is probably related somehow. So I'm with Archie's mom, let's just move. Yeah. <laughs> let's just go back to Chicago.
2: And why, Veronica, are you back? did your mom bring you back to this place? Like, I don't get it. I don't
1: know. I don't know. There's, and there's a lot of things that they hint on one time and then they don't bring up again. And I'm feeling like it's because they're just saving that for when they need more stuff later, they're going to tag on Mm -hmm. like, such as Veronica's mom history with Archie's dad. You know, there's obviously something there because that was a, a thing, but they don't really talk about it anymore now. Okay, now that Veronica's dad's back out of jail. You know... Mark and Yes, Mark Consuelos. And, <laughs> and then there's... He should be sexy as so See, I, I might have been. I don't know. But if he hasn't been over Blake Shelton, then we need to have a talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway, it was just, it's just... There's a lot of stuff. I highly encourage if someone has not watched Riverdale to just get into it. It is... It's a little teenagerish at first. A little bit. That's why I was slow going yeah. to get into it. But... Like you said, I feel and like
2: it's, a good mystery. They, it was well done. It's pretty dark. Yeah. There's some, there's this is, some dark stuff as in. well as well as you can do a mystery for a TV show. Correct. Well done. Yes. Because there's, there's a few mysteries where you're like, okay, first 30 minutes we're like, I, I got it, it. it. Just, let's just wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, completely did not see And same coming.
1: with this second season. Um, I'm caught up with it right now as, as it's happening. Yeah. Live or in whatever. In real time. In real time. If you will. I'm caught up with it, but I do not know. Oh, you still don't know? No, I have no idea. And um, I did hear um, that it's not going to be like drawn out for twenty two episodes. Okay. You don't know who it is. It's like a halfway midpoint or something. So I don't know, which is good. You know, don't don't make us all be ticked off. Don't make that it. every yes. season. Like, yes.
2: Okay, well, we're going to find the mystery out at the end.
1: Correct. Yeah. yeah. But as of right now, like I honestly cannot tell you who I even think the person is that they're looking for right now. It's, mm. And it's it's just interesting to me. Cause like you said, I mean, that's why I keep watching. I'm kind of like, well, I got to find out, you know, <laughs> but, um, Jughead's definitely my favorite in the whole bunch of them because there's just, I, I think there's just a little more to him. I like him. Yeah. Eh. You know, I'm not an Archie fan. I think Archie is like, he's trying a little too hard. And I think Archie is, he's Australian actually. And so he, yeah, he's Australian. His name is KJ in real life, which I think (laughs) is like lame anyway. But, um, yeah. And he's definitely not a redhead. So anyway, all right. You know, another one, go check that out. I am saving stranger things too. Have not seen it yet. That's my Thanksgiving binge is stranger Things? Yeah. Um, love to the first one. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing good things about the second one, you know, but I'm trying to kind of keep it closed off because I don't want to be told anything. So, um, but I just love those kids. I mean, how can you not love the kids from stranger things? They're fabulous and brilliant on how they're on. They're doing their job. So I am saving that for it. Um, I have, however, found time to really bombard myself with Elizabeth smart stuff on television. Holy cow. Have you seen all the stuff about her? Because she's now kind of finally coming out and telling this full story. I saw, I think the first full episode, most of the second. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you. So this was for those of you not familiar with this. um, If you're maybe not even from around this area, but in 2002, Elizabeth smart was kidnapped out of her, home bedroom. in uh, Salt Lake City while her sister watched in fear and um she was held captive for 9 months mm-hmm. and uh raped every day she was um kept on a chain essentially in their camp they lived um her two captors um had these extremely li- religious beliefs that they believed they were certain people you know They actually went into town, made her wear a face covering. Um, She was spotted by police several times, but made to lie. And, you know, it was very intense. Mm One of these situations where it was you know after a few months everybody kind of thought the worst yeah. of this but you know really she was, really, hidden she was in plain right sight right there right exactly hidden in plain sight perfect description um but now she she was 14 year old 14 years old when that happened yeah um that was younger than i was obviously in 2002 but i yeah. think it still just kind of related a lot more hit home i understood it there was obviously other incidents that have happened way too many times in our lifetime however this one was so uh, real The boogeyman to me. came. Yeah. yeah. This was so real to it, me. It was actually when I had my daughter. Yeah.
2: It was one of the things I thought about in her room Absolutely.
1: is
2: checking to make sure she was secure and making sure I could hear her and that I was close enough. And yeah. Me waking up in the middle of the night just to check to make sure she was
1: still there. Yeah. And there were all these things too. And it was because I family, that. Yeah. yeah. The family was very vocal on television and mm-hmm. stuff then as well. Yeah. So I mean when you and I were hearing all this story, like I was hearing that the parents, you know, were doing the normal thing that parents have done all the time. You know, I mean everybody's in bed. Like what do you do? You know, I mean The yeah. her
2: sister's in there with her. Her sister's
1: scared to death yeah. that she's gonna be and she and she even says in this um retelling now they have a the television series as well as like a dramatic interpretation, if you will, of it, but Elizabeth smart actually speaks to the camera and says like, no, this is what was happening. Here's yeah. this. And then she has her family members who were telling the same stuff at the same time. And her sister who was there, you know, was basically like, you know, everybody's like, how come you didn't scream and wake everybody up? And she the was time? nine at the time. Yeah. Right? She's like, she's like, this man had a knife to my to sister's throat. Yeah. You know, she was like, I thought the first thing is that if he sees me, then either she's going to die, I'm going to die or whatever. She's like, but also I'm the only one that could help. So I missed this. that part. Did he not see his, her sister? No, they thought she was asleep. That's oh. why she, yeah. So he saw that she was in there, but she, that's why he was tiptoeing and whispering and everything else. But the sister was awake watching it. And she got up and started to leave. Like after he took Elizabeth, she got up and was getting ready to go into her parents' room and basically say somebody's there or whatever. But she saw him coming back towards the room and, And so she ran and jumped in a closet and stayed in there for like three hours. Oh my gosh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so she stayed in this closet for hours and then got up and went and got her parents after she felt like, sure, that he was gone. But she was just, I mean, that's real deal stuff, you know? I mean, that was incredible to think. You know, obviously she went through, I'm sure, some very traumatic stuff thinking, oh my gosh, I'll just let my sister get kidnapped but it wasn't like that i mean like she said nine. she was nine years old you don't know what to and, do you haven't yeah, lived
2: through that you haven't you lived through you don't this. you don't have family planning meetings about what to do if someone that's comes right. and kidnaps your sibling. Yeah.
1: scream or don't or pretend right. like you're this you know i mean that's just
2: and you it's know horrible. i think the whole thing about that is that was several years after the um John Benet Ramsey. So yes. everyone thought the worst. And of course, I mean, yes, you have to investigate the family first. Yes. But as we, as we go along in the telling of this and you find out how he found this family or how he yeah. became aware of this family, yeah. we were talking about being kind and charitable before. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this family did. They, they saw someone, they, the they taught their children to help mm-hmm. others. So it's actually their son who encouraged them to help this person. And we need help on the house. So come to come and help. And, unknowingly exposed their, their family to this crazy person, madman. I mean this, and you know, what do you do in that case? It it makes it hard. You're on the hand of, you know, and again, it'll go back to wonder when I'll choose on the right to be right or kind, choose kind. But at the same time, by choosing that, I don't want to expose my kid to something unkind. It's
1: such a, a, again, double-edged sword. It's unfortunately the
2: world we live in. you cannot, everyone thinks to everyone always wants to do the right thing and be kind, yeah. but then you have to second guess yourself saying, I don't know this person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's,
1: and in the long run, basically a few, about three or four months, I think they said after she had been kidnapped, the sister that mm-hmm. was in the room with her, there were six children and this yeah. was just one of them has like a dream one night and wakes up and says, I know that voice. It was Emmanuel. And that's what he called himself. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's really what helped pinpoint some stuff. But it took that long for her to register. She said she told them in the very first day that Elizabeth was kidnapped. I feel like I knew the voice. I feel like I knew the voice. You know, like, I just don't know who it was. It feels like I knew it. So they assumed it was somebody that the family knew. They went to all these family contacts and people and stuff, you know and I mean? Their friends, their family, their other employees and stuff were all put in questioning. But she kept saying, No, I I knew this voice from somewhere. And it was. It ended up being the person that she thought it was, which yeah. really helped signal, you know, tune that in. But at that point, I mean that's months after they're gone. They were living in the desert. They were living out in the middle. I mean, this thing goes into showing how basically she was starved. And because it was so hard to come by food. You know, he left one day, left her chained up with the other lady and they were so starved and thirsty that they were like delusional almost. And he came back after being gone like seven days and he was like, Oh, well I got thrown in jail for a few days for panhandling and stuff, you know? So, I mean, he was just like, whatever. I found some food in a dumpster. Here you go. You know? And it was just, Again, yeah. like I said, raped every night. You know, for nine months, and she was fourteen years old, and and cared enough more about more about her family to where she even
2: heard her uncle calling yes, her name in the woods the first few days after she had been kidnapped, and didn't say anything, yeah. didn't yell out because he told she her thought that she
1: would the family would be killed. Yeah, if so, she ran,
2: so she. I mean, at fourteen, my goodness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, the stuff. Just watching this, the story, stuff that she know, was
2: willing to endure. Yeah. for the sake of the rest of her family. Yeah. And she really thought I'm one person.
1: Mm-hmm. And she did these things where it was like, um, they would go out on a hike to go get water and she would still be chained up to him. You know, he'd have a key and everything and she's having to lug all this water for them. And, um, she said, you know, I read mystery books whenever I was younger and she's like, and I loved him. And I knew that people can trace tracks. So she would try to stomp really hard, like wherever she was and leave a track of her foot, you know, mm-hmm. and different things like that. You know, I mean, she's thinking of this stuff the whole time and it's just, it blows my mind, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, but super interesting story. And obviously, you know, she had to endure this all these these years and go through the trial and all that stuff. And now she is, um, married and has children and everything, but it was just, it's just been really like, holy cow, I can't believe some of this stuff. And I read an article that said she watched the story by herself, like the finished version of it, uh, which has been on lifetime, mainly a lot of the stuff's been on lifetime, but she watched the final version said that she thought it was appropriate. Like it was done rightly. So, and that she'll never watch it again. Yeah. That was it. It's probably therapeutic for her to just get it out. Get it out and then be done. Like that's and it. So I don't I need to see We don't again. need to talk about it anymore yeah. because apparently they did the right job. So if yeah. you're watching it, know that she thought it was so accurate yeah. that she won't do this again, which is scary to me because it's scary to watch that somebody that actually, scary. people actually do this stuff. Anyway, moving on. Um, I'm thankful for television, uh, my, my <laughs> yeah. holiday television, yeah. obviously, as we're going through it. Um, today is a very special day. In the world of royalty, which we know we we enjoy, I mean, people listening <laughs> should obviously. And I'm know not that aware of what this. this is today. Actually, today of the day of we're recording this, November twentieth is the 70th wedding anniversary of the Queen and Philip.
2: Oh, what a love story! 70
1: years, it's a long time. You should totally look up the picture that they released in honor of their anniversary. Oh. Um, there's two of them. There's one where they're standing and looking at the camera and smiling, and another one where they're looking at each other, and it's a Adorable. really yes i love oh that my gosh it's okay adorable. yes i'll find it look those up um but today is the actual day and so i mean 70 years that's incredible for anybody right kudos <coughs> happy <coughs> anniversary I, mean, I couldn't believe it when i saw that but um the picture's great so props to you for for making it that long and in that type of world and relationship do you ever watch the queen have you watched the queen On i watched Netflix? like the first episode couple episodes and okay okay there, that this uh, the queen is getting ready to come back out for the next season on Netflix, and I cannot wait um, because it is this is the last season that she will be portrayed by the same actress, and then after that it gets uh, her she older gets years. bumped into the older actress. Yes, yeah. but it's so well done, and the man that plays Philip, I mean, it's just really eye opening as to their relationship and how it's. It's so unique. Yeah. You know, I mean, they they knew they were going into this royal courtship and everything else. And he knew what he was getting into. But I mean, he genuinely and truly loves her and adores her. And she loves him and adores him. And it is, it's not the arranged stuff that people would have thought of. And you think it's just very yeah. different and unique, but still it is really good. So if you get a chance, watch the queen okay. in honor of their anniversary. <laughs> All right. So I heard what Megan Markle or whatever her name is, their Thanksgiving plans are, um, which I think is humorous
2: <laughs> that they even he, have
1: to, that he's celebrating Thanksgiving yeah. with his American. <laughs> nope. He's not. She's flying home to California. Oh, she Okay. Yep. She's flying home to California to be there. And I was giggling the entire time that I'm reading this article. Cause I'm like, why are we reporting what she's doing for Thanksgiving? Because it might he's be her last not, one. He's not celebrating. So it's not like... So what do I they know. do if, when they get married? Because we're not doing the ifs anymore. I'm putting it out I in the know, universe. I know. I'm pretty sure they're going to get When married,
2: they get married, yeah. uh-huh. will she still be allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving? You know, I don't know how that
1: works. How do you work that out? Like, okay. she's so an American. I, I studied abroad yeah. when I was in college, okay? And I was in 40 miles north of London, okay? So I was... Right at the center of where he's living and stuff, right? Yes. Um. And we, of course, being an American school, celebrated a, a Thanksgiving over there in our own little way in this school. Yeah. And we had of families, and these families came over to celebrate Thanksgiving with us, um, because I guess they knew this Im- the importance of it to us. Okay. Um. It was not a great Thanksgiving meal because they're not exactly <laughs> they don't know what to do. sure what to do with it, yeah. but. They understood the concept. So I'm thinking, and there were people over there in the towns and stuff that knew like it is Thanksgiving, but they don't do anything about it. You know? I mean, it's not like they're like black Friday sales and stuff and things happening afterwards. I bet that that's going to be like a quirky thing. That's neat for them that they think is like, they'll make her a turkey on Thanksgiving, Right. Exactly. That they'll be like, you know, like Megan is celebrating today and having family come over to London to celebrate Thanksgiving. (laughs) And, and Harry is, you know, carving a turkey today, you know, in honor of this, her Thanksgiving, you know, and make it very like, yeah, we're trying to accept Megan for this and we this and we that. So from what I hear, she's trying to, uh, once this season of Suits wraps up, because she's done, right? She's is Suits done. done or is she she's done? She's done. And I hear the, the guy that she's um,
2: engaged to or married to on the show on the is show. leaving as well. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, they'll probably just have them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I hear. Right. I don't really regularly watch the show. I watched it several seasons ago. Yeah. I've not seen
1: it. So I didn't know if the show was done. No, or the she show's was not done. done. I think okay. she's just done. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She's wrapping up suits and then I mean, she's, the she's got to get, she's got a wedding. To she's plan. moving mm-hmm. over there. Yeah.
2: We'll have the Royal baby and then we'll have the Royal wedding. So I'm thankful for my Royal weddings and babies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Exactly, the end. My baby Diana, because I'm still waiting for my baby Diana. Yeah,
1: there's gonna be. And
2: if if it doesn't happen with William and Kate, I'm still holding out hope for Harry and Meghan.
1: I feel like and maybe she
2: would be the one to
1: have baby Diana. Maybe because now Charlotte, baby Charlotte has a, has a has name. A name in there, right? Yeah. yeah. However, you know, William had, gave Kate Diana's ring.
2: Yes. Right. Which was Harry's ring.
1: Exactly. And Harry gave it to Will to say, give this, because you're obviously going through this first and you're blah, blah, blah. So I'm wondering, like, what's going to be the kind of gesture almost? Because Harry's kind of given over the ring. They put Diana as a middle name. Mm -hmm. I know it's not the first name, but they did use it in one place. So what's Harry going to get out of this? Like, is there going to be a... I mean, obviously, they can use Diana as a first name, like to go by. Um, you know, the ring is, it's, I mean, it's not like it's going to get passed around. Or you know? if it's a boy, I bet they'll name him Spencer. Oh, I do like that. Yeah. But I'm just kind of wondering, like, what gesture's going to be made. You know, I maybe, mean, you know, she I has that one iconic photo with
2: the tiara. Yes. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she has to wear that for the wedding. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't be given to her, but like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I it's hard like,
2: to do something like that because Diana's so iconic, and right. people are like, "Do not touch. Don't touch." Them. I get the yeah. ring. That's an heirloom that most families would hand. Let's do that
1: anyway, right? People yeah. do that whether you're royalty or not. Yeah. I, I don't just, know. I feel like Will's going to do something. I hope he does. You Some know, type like, of I gesture think, for Harry yes. and
2: the lady he has chosen.
1: Yes, I hope there's something. Yeah. You know, just because these two boys, you know, and their mom had that such a but you know what image of everything.
2: Think about everything you can see the influence of Diana and her sons and even the mates they have sons. chosen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, both of them marrying commoners. Yeah. Yes. Kate's from a well-to-do family, but she's sure. not Royal.
1: Right. Um, which is all they really care um, about. Which is all I they mean, really this, yeah.
2: And before that, I mean, the only ones who had married commoners were people who weren't directly in line for the throne. Like yes. Edward, I think married a journalist or sure. something. Harry's marrying a divorcee who is biracial.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, completely like, off what anybody would have expected. I mean, yeah. he went from Chelsea Davey yeah. to Cressida Bonham Ugh. or whatever her name is. Bonnet something. Yeah. And now you've got Meghan Markle. Yeah. An American biracial, you know, actress, actress. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I mean, that's interesting. I get it. You know, I mean, I think if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Harry. It's going to be like, take that, you know, like look yeah. what I just, who look who I'm marrying and doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, but I do think, I don't know. he's proven do. that there's like still that obviously, I mean, he's, he can't deny he's Royal. I mean, we get right. that, but I think there's still that connection of like pride to his mother. And we like won't said, get sucked into exactly. the Royal family and yes. traditions and we'll, we'll but forge we our own gestures. path. Yes. And I do think there's going to be like, have respect still for a their gesture. line. Yes. They'll mm-hmm. have
2: respect for their, their place, which I'm but all for. they'll forge their own path
1: yeah. towards that. I'm all for, I think William and Kate have done that. And he's, yeah. he's, gonna be king you know what i'm saying like he has to even follow it a little bit more than harry does but i do think they've stayed i mean he's kept a job you know i mean he's not just like sitting around being royal he's got a job yeah and you know they send their kid to preschool and different stuff i i think that's neat so we'll stay tuned i feel like after the holidays we might hear something i
2: don't know what he'll do i mean and at this point i mean he may have done something privately that's what i've
1: heard too which but eh, whatever Make but, a big deal out of it. Come on, Harry. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I have some really fun this or that for okay. us. Because I'm thankful for you. Oh, thank you. I yes. am thankful for you, too, and, and our friendship. Absolutely. What a unique little friendship we have. You know, <laughs> we get to talk out our feelings on microphones. Um, yeah, we might not see each other for a whole month. But when it comes showtime, here we are. I have some some of these are holiday-themed. Some are absolutely not. Okay. But... That's what I could come up with. So, ready? Yes. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Mashed potatoes. Me too. I can't stand sweet potatoes. I make
2: them just because everybody wants them.
1: Really? I don't. mm -mm, I don't make them because I ain't gonna eat it. (laughs) Mm -mm. Nope. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? (sighs) Neither. Pumpkin. Really? Yeah. Why? Neither. You don't like either one? No, I don't. Not really like. I don't like pumpkin pie. Jack. I don't like pumpkin anything. I like cheesecake. Is that considered a pie? Maybe. <laughs> I like pecan pie. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. So say I pecan guess I'll choose- or pecan?
2: I don't know. It depends where you're from. I guess. I know. Me
1: too. I say it both ways. I feel like sometimes I say pecan pie. I think it's pecan. And then I'll say pecan pie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'd love to hear what other people say. And if people say it in certain areas, pecan, like, pecan pie. Pecan, pecan pie, or pe- pecan, pecan or pecan, <laughs> pecan, pecan, pecan. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, pecan. It, that that one with the nuts. It's the one where you put the wrong emphasis the- on the wrong syllable, <laughs> right? <laughs> apple. Yes. Um, okay, so I would definitely pick apple pie out of that because I don't do pumpkin anything. I don't like pumpkin at all. Um, books or iPad. Books. Hmm. An iPad, uh, skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, gosh, that is a complete neither.
2: Yeah, but if I'm going to do something, I guess I'd rather have a cord attached to me <laughs> and spring up. So bungee jumping. If I if I was forced to do one or
1: the other. Right, right, right. I kind of think skydiving, but I'm not really sure. Boxers or briefs.
2: Boxers.
1: Yeah. Amen. A moose or a hedgehog.
2: Oh my gosh. Right. Why is uh, that like a I thing? Know. I don't know. A moose. Hedgehogs are weird,
1: but they're super cute. <laughs> really they cute. They are. But. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go moose as well, just cause I think it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's good in decorating too. Like whenever they have the moose outlines and like <laughs> yeah. in the mountain cabins, yeah. and so, you know what I'm talking about? I like those, uh, fireplace or bonfire. Ooh. Hmm.
2: I'll go with fireplace.
1: I, know. I love it's a so good bonfire. T- I love a good bonfire, though. Yeah, because I like being outside and with that, but it is a little bit more work. Yeah, know? it is. It's a lot of more. And you're like, is it going to ever burn out? I know. Yeah. And then are <laughs> just like, am I following in the burn rules properly? <laughs> right, right? right. Um, Ham or turkey? Ham. Mm, turkey for me all day long. Coffee or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. I'm um, coffee. Angel or star? Angel? Star. They're both pretty. Star. What's the top of your
2: tree? S- One year it was an angel because my daughter wanted it, but usually a star. Okay. Or no, actually, it's it's a bow.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do yeah. a bow. Okay, a bow. Does have think the we, I think that we had a down from it and decorate,
2: or just a big old bow. It's a big old bow. But I think last year we did a star. My daughter wanted a star. It's whatever my daughter wants. Okay. It's okay. The tree We're a star. Kind of I've got anything. a really
1: pretty star that I like yeah. to use, but. Who knows how long that'll last. (laughs) Um, Real tree or fake tree? Real. Mm -hmm. I would love the idea of a real tree, but I do have a fake tree. I've had a fake tree. When do you put yours up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll probably put it up again when my daughter decides she wants to go get a tree or when we have time to actually go get a tree. Go out and and get it. It'll be before Christmas
1: good good thing. Good thing. <laughs> yeah. It'll be at least a day before Christmas. Okay, no, good. no, we'll try to have it up soon. Yeah. We try to do the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah.
2: Which is, this would be weekend. a good weekend because we have nothing going on and we exactly. do next weekend. So this maybe this weekend
1: goals. Let's both set goals to put up Christmas decorations Done. this weekend. Done. Okay. I will send your daughter a note and be like, <laughs> okay. make this happen. Make your mommy go buy you a dress. Yes. White lights or color lights. <laughs> I like the white lights.
2: Daughter loves the colored lights. Really? But I don't mind them. They're yeah. fine. Again, the tree is all hers. We yeah, tell her yeah. every year, it's your thing. Whatever you have, you want to decorate it. Okay. I'm not one of those people who like, I have these special ornaments <sighs> I mean and they have, they're this color. It's a hodgepodge. Our, it's a hot mess on that tree and Absolutely. it's beautiful. Same
1: here. <laughs> Absolutely. We use a lot of our old ornaments, like, yeah. you know, ones that the girls have brought home from school and my, her, my her parents, parents ornaments still on down. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. My mom sort of... Handed me some ornaments mm-hmm. that were sort of quote unquote mine when I was little. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Put it on our tree now. I mean, our ornaments are all over the place. Oh yeah, but I love it. There's sports related one. There's, Absolutely, there's, there's, there's silly looking there's ones. There's, there's ones there's that, there's, that she's made. There's like really expensive looking ones. Yeah. You know, um, like and I love it. Onion. I wouldn't have it any other way. Me neither. I'm not down with the. I mean, other people's trees. Are oh yeah, beautiful. they're beautiful, they're gorgeous. Not for me. Yeah, I love this cinnamon. I love. This yes, I
2: love the messiness and the complete chaos Mm -hmm. of my Mm -hmm. tree. I think it's the most beautiful thing
1: ever. Agreed. Eggnog or cider? Oh, cider. Me too. I don't know what, I don't know the appeal. I don't get the, I
2: mean, I get it if I'm at a party and it's been spiked. Sure. Give me a cup, but I, I'm going one and then I'm straight back to the cider.
1: My husband like buys the the paper carton of it. Oh my mom does too. And keeps it in the fridge throughout like the holiday season. Like Mm -hmm. I'm
2: like Yeah when my mom comes for the holidays I have to have it. No. Yeah.
1: No, I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. Um that's all I've that's all I have for today. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I mean, going back and forth between holiday stuff and whether you like boxers or briefs. I mean, <laughs> or where you moose not, or a hedgehog. Or a moose or a hedgehog. Where are you <laughs> not going to get that on Chick Chat? Right? right. So that's why we are unique and special, and we are thankful for everyone that's listening yes. out there. We are thankful for you. We are thankful for the mesh for hosting us and giving us a platform to just talk about stuff that we enjoy and nobody else cares nobody about. cares about but we do and, and we know does, you do too yes so thank you so much for listening we hope you and yours enjoy the holiday weekend if you are celebrating if not we hope you have a great week as it is but um we're sticking with our theme of staying on track we'll be back Look at, at you in november or in december excuse me um this is our november we'll have december one probably have to do it a little early because we don't want to get into the holiday right. time there right. um And yeah, so I'm sure then we'll be talking about some more, maybe some more baby stuff. We didn't really touch on Kardashian pregnancies right now. Um, Give it a week or two. There may be more. Maybe they're pregnant. (laughs) I kind of feel like they're still avoiding the question, but... We're bound to know more soon. Yeah. So lots to come in the future. But again, thank you so much for listening to Chick Chat here on TheMesh.tv. We ask you to please go and check out the rest of our shows on The Mesh and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at TheMesh.tv. Uh, you can call us at 828-619-0048 and leave a message that we can answer questions or follow up with you online. And uh, you can email us at info at themesh.tv. We would love to hear some feedback. I'd love to hear about your Christmas decorations coming up. What you believe. Do you say pecan or pecan? Um, Have you watched Riverdale? What movies are you looking forward to in the holiday season? And, of course, what else you are thankful for. So, again, take care. We'll catch you on the flip side.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh